Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Goodins. I hope you're all well. This podcast is actually the one that I chose to do, the one that's in my podcast plan that I regularly upload on my Instagram. Go and check that out to see what fil- film podcasts are coming out this week. Uh, but we obviously had the uh, fan Q&A that I did uh, earlier to celebrate 1,500. So go over there and listen to that. I've referenced that a lot. But this is a ranking as... Um, we had a Disney Investor Day happen uh, late last week and they announced some big, big projects for both Marvel and Star Wars. I've already done a podcast on the Star Wars shows that they've announced based on my excitement level. I did that with a very, very good friend of mine, Lord of Shadows. So please go and check that out and also check out his YouTube channel. This one is specifically on the MCU. They've done not announcements as in new shows they've sort of developed you know certain things release some trailers if you want to check out the trailer breakdown uh podcast make sure you do as well so there's so much stuff that you can check out on this podcast please do check out as much as you possibly can so this one is going to be ranking the 12 mcu tv shows going to disney plus based on my excitement level so this is what i've been looking forward to what i've not been looking forward to what sort of and is i've got sh- I've also took into consideration that the trailers and sort of the cast news close of the shows are, you know, are closer to the time uh, in release. That's not going to be took into consideration because I'm looking at the overall story of the whole show, the characters involved, the how I think I'm going to be responding to the show when the first episode airs. So that's how I based it on. If you want to go and see the ranking of all the MCU Infinity Saga films, you can as well. And if you want me to do the upcoming films and rank all of them, we can do as well. Just let me know via my Instagram, FRC underscore podcast. So here is my ranking. This is just my opinion. Please respect my opinion. Also, I would love to hear your opinion as well over on the Instagram. Same account, of course. So let's get started. Starting with... Number 12, Armour Wars. Don Cheadle stars in a show based on Tony Stark's worst nightmares about his inventions getting into the wrong hands. For me, this is an extension of War Machine and Don Cheadle definitely was a nice companion to Tony Stark throughout the Infinity Saga, but it's just that constant reminder that he is that supporting supporting character because he is not his his own adventures it's him basically cleaning up the mess that tony stark could have possibly created the character of Romy doesn't really have any individuality for me and they take a step back to explore another version of stark's journey and makes makes me think that they're going to set this up as we need tony stark in there and it might not even we might that might not even happen I think if they wanted to go down a road of having War Machine with his own show, it could actually be interesting because he has got that army backstory. Iron Man 3, you saw him with the suit and sort of the adventures he was doing for the government. So actually, I would much prefer to see a War Machine story rather than this this so-called armor wars. So I think 
whilst a lot of people are going to be happy with that idea of doing something completely different, I think for me it's just going to be a bit disappointing. Coming in at number 11 is Ironheart, another MCU project based on a teenager's perspective. Once again feels very much like a continuation of Tony Stark, but given more of an origin story for him and sort of seeing how he interacts with characters when he was a teenager. I think he can explore different points in history and Dominique Fawn is a great choice for the actress involved here but I think it's a recurring character that is very similar to a leading force but that doesn't really interest me. I I understand that they're trying to do projects based on a teenager's perspective and sort of looking at this whole superhero world after Endgame from a different perspective but for me that doesn't really interest me because you're going to feel like how much is it going to be related to Iron Man. Kicking us off into the top 10 is I Am Groot, a Guardian's spin-off miniseries is extremely fan-driven for me but from our current information I feel like they're very missing very big elements of Groot's character that doesn't feel right. It's going to be fun, it's going to be enjoyable and the space elements are going to set it apart from all the other shows we have on this list but I must know more information about the cast involved before I get extremely excited. I'm going to put this out there because I know a lot of people are very very big fans of this character but if Groot's going to be on his own how is he going to interact with the characters? What what role is Rocket and the other Guardians going to have into it? Is it going to link into the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 film? We don't know. There's so many unanswered questions and that's why it has to be down there. Coming in at number 9 is She-Hulk, a spin-off of everyone's favourite Angriest Avenger. will be prominent in these female superheroes and obviously that iconic scene we had in Endgame with all the female uh, heroes you know, fighting Thanos and his army. But it's got to find its originality. Obviously, I've not seen it. I've not seen any trailers yet. But because it's a female version of a well-known character, it's got to find its difference. I do think the setting and the look for the show will be positively different because a TV show's budget is obviously going to be much lower than a film's budget. But they're going to have to make sure that the Hulk character will feel very very good on screen like it does in the films but and also the inclusion of Tim Roth as well can really make some links to the Incredible Hulk something that I think has been lacking because it is considered the black sheep of the MCU and he's a great actor as well but because Mark Ruffalo is also involved I think that will always be that constant reminder that this character is basically just the female version of somebody we've known for the past 12 years inside of the MCU. I have heard reports that Daredevil might be in it because She-Hulk is, you know, persona is is a lawyer and obviously other opportunities for Daredevil to be introduced into this show, which is a positive, but that's not been yet announced. So at this current moment, I can't say any more on that. Coming in at number eight is Secret Invasion. This one is very, very interesting as it looks into the Nick Fury and the Skrulls relationship starring and it does star Samuel L. Jackson. The timing of this show can explain a lot really to me of fan questions from Far From Home. So I really hope that doesn't disappoint because a lot of people are asking how did Nick Fury sort of use the Skrulls, you know, has that always been there? Where is he at the end of Far From Home? So 
it's going to answer a lot of unanswered questions for me. I think the comedy will be will be fantastic between the F- Fury and the Skrulls. We saw a hint of that in Captain Marvel, how Fury is just not used to this sort of new alien world now with how much he's gone through with S.H.I.E.L.D. I think they have so much potential to change the setting from space adventure to Earth missions within S.H.I.E.L.D., something that will obviously change the dynamic and the flow of this show. To me, this is something I don't know a lot about yet. They literally just announced it uh, last week. So I'm definitely intrigued to how they can use this show to sort of answer loads of questions. Coming in at number seven is Ms. Marvel, the second project dedicated to a female superhero in this ranking. Can make a big difference in the whole story of the MCU and how it's moved forward. For me, I... I'm not a big fan of Captain Marvel. I actually think it's one of the weakest origin stories inside of the MCU. So I think that the dynamic between the pair can impact her second film as well because she has been announced as as being a central part in Captain Marvel 2. So I hope that this TV show can really interest this character and also bring another teenager into this superhero world. How can she interact with possibly uh, Ironheart or Spider-Man because they obviously have got that relationship? And I've not, I'm not a massive gamer, but apparently, but apparently this character has been introduced a lot in the Avengers games. So this character could be, could be very, very prominent in the future. Coming in at number six is Loki, the first MCU project exploring a villain in the titular role, was supposed to be actually lower on the list if I did this podcast a couple of months ago because I thought that Loki's whole story arc was completed in Infinity War, sort of going him from the villain to sort of, you know, sacrificing himself for his brother. So returning this character for the third time felt like a step back for me and make sound like a whole story arc has to be explored because you know it was that one little moment from Endgame but the trailer that they released and you can check out my trailer breakdown podcast uh, on the Loki trailer made me intrigued into the mystery element of the show the prominent role of the TVA as well and how they're going to be added into this so I think after the the trailer sort of piqued my interest a little bit more because they can they've opened up a different timeline they've opened up a bit more of a story into loki how that will link into for the dark world i have no idea but i think that it's definitely made me interested and it's it's one of the shows on this ranking that after this disney investment day it's changed my whole opinion on the show kicking us off into the top five is one division the first project into the mcu of phase four is quite crazy to talk about as we are getting it just um in about a month and i'm counting down the days to when we finally see another marvel studios project uh, because we haven't had any in 2020 and obviously with the two trailers as well I still have no idea what the plot or the themes explored in this show. This is such a strange idea, and I think these two characters, you would think, oh, it was quite nice in the Infinity Saga, saga their relationship together, their different individual moments. But I, for me, I'm more intrigued to see how this will link to Doctor Strange 2 and the use of the multiverse. I have loads of theories about how this show is being created because Wanda, I think, is creating these sort of visions with her and with her and vision 
no pun intended, but she's sort of having that different time zone and it goes a little bit wrong. That's just my idea. I'm yet to see what happens with this and the trailers have given me no idea, of course. So I think that the use of the multiverse and her changing different shows is going to link into Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. Maybe she's maybe she's created the madness that they're going on about. So for me, I put this so high on the list because this show could start big, big story arcs for the films in Phase 4 and a, definitely a new saga. Missing out on the top three for me is Hawkeye. The first project for the original Avenger made me... S- feel the exact same way that Black Widow did when they announced that film because it felt eight years too late for me but what won me over was Steinfeld's improvement in the involvement in the show and how them two very similar characters will play off of each other I think Jeremy Renner's version of Ronan is actually something that a lot a lot of fans um really sort of in are intrigued about in in Endgame because it was a very, very big change of character for Clint Barton. So I think the fact that his persona in Endgame will allow this character to, to finally have a central plot point and how to deal with all the bad things he did in between Infinity War and Endgame, but also allowing this character to have new allies, to create new enemies, and to have a finally a prominent role in an MCU, even though it's not a film. And I think... Using his daughter as well will allow a really lot of comedic moments. For me, Endgame, that one little scene from Endgame has contributed to a whole new idea for a TV show. Something that made Marvel very, very smart in how they use their films to contribute to other stories. Missing out on the top two for me is Moon Knight. The the second villain-based show starring Oscar Isaac for me is the best upcoming show on a new character, which hence is what could possibly be my last two, because this is film excites me. Isaac is such a diverse actor in this in this filmography, and this role is very very different from anything we have seen him play. Kevin Feige actually describe this show and describe the production of this show as an Indiana Jones style adventure which makes me extremely excited at the prospect of having a fun adventure and sort of dealing with the darker side of the MCU but having that dark and twisted element where Moon Knight from the comics can actually kill so it's just showing that it's bringing in a whole new genre and a whole new age rating and I think the look and style of this will be something that we've not heard from before. But just just missing out on the top spot for me is What If. The MCU's first project in the animated genre can really make some nice alternative stories to memorable characters, but also can set up new stories they can introduce in the films. It's nice to see the returning actors back to sort of continue with these characters because it definitely feels much more of a, a celebration not have all of these constant recasts. But the certain characters being added in new ways like... Peggy Carter, like Howard Stark, these are characters that we've were introduced about and, for, and sort of continued their story arc way back in Phase One. So I think that it is a celebration of all the characters that they've introduced, but also building up new stories. If you watch the What If trailer, you see that idea of Dark Side could possibly be the new big bad in this 
in this next saga and the progression of the films his inclusion looks very very interesting he's possibly causing these what if and alternate storylines so whilst this is a celebration of what they've already built with the infinity saga it definitely could set up something that i am so intrigued to see but coming in at number one is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The dynamic duo of Captain America's best friends sees two established characters get their own chance to shine and not be in the backdrop of Captain America. The chemistry and comedy shined through in the first trailer and this show would not even have been added in if you don't see the chemistry between Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie, especially in interviews. The spy elements as well as mixed with this crazy apocalyptic world we can really really explore the MCU world following the events of Endgame. This is coming out in March so if you think that we're having WandaVision first and then the Falcon and the Winter Soldier WandaVision doesn't look like it's it's sort of looking at the idea of how the world is after Endgame. This show is going to be okay, let's focus back on the central plot and sort of remind you that this world is a pretty crazy place following following Thanos' snap and everybody returning back after five years. So that is it for the ranking of all 12 mcu shows going to disney plus based on my excitement level this might change with obviously um, more news more casting and also trailers but at the end of the day i've dedicated this whole podcast to celebrate what marvel are coming up with if you want me to talk a little about a little bit about the films that have included what excitement levels you guys have i can let me know let get your contribution into this channel I want you guys to contribute as much as possible to these to these podcasts and the ideas that I'm bringing on this channel. So let me know. Please do contact me. I really would appreciate it. I don't know what my next podcast will be about, but there'll be something that you love. See you in a bit.